First, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to capture your story here today at Reclaiming Philippine Next Identity. Okay, Ellery, my first question for you today is, in your own words, who is Ellery Renito and what do you do? Um, for me, Ellery Renito is someone who's ambitious and who always works hard for what she wants, her goals, and her aspirations in life is her family. I'm currently finishing my first year of college. I'm a first-generation college student um, in a family that came from Ilocos Norte, and I will be working towards my bachelor's in public health in the fall 2020. Oh wow, I didn't know you finally went to public health. You used to be interdisciplinary. Yeah, yeah, I finally um, decided to declare my major in public health. To hear, so I would like to know more about your upbringing and how it made you to be who you are today. So I was born and raised in Sarat Ilocos Norte. My, par- my grandparents came here to, um, they migrated to Hawaii in 1997, and my family and I followed in the year of 2010. Our first couple of months here in Hawaii, we were living in Aea, and then we moved to Kalihi, where I live right now. I finished middle school in Dole. I graduated from Farrington High School, and both of my experience from those schools were tremendously, they tremendously shaped the person who I am right now. Um, just like most Filipino students, I believe that my family have always um, thought that I would become a doctor or a nurse like my cousins and my uncles. And that is what I also thought at first. But um, like what I said, I will be pursuing a bachelor's in public health and it hasn't been easy at all especially with being a um, immigrant children and being a first generation I didn't really know what I was going into I didn't know what I was doing in college at first but I'm just really glad that I was able to um, find my inspirations find people to help me get on the right path That's great to hear about you, especially knowing you since last semester. Um, To continue with your upbringing, um, could you you elaborate on your struggles with embracing your cultural identity? Yeah, um, so in middle school, I I had to go through a lot of um, bullying, and it was just... Um, it was hard and I didn't really know what to do to the point where I thought that I had to completely forget about my language which was, which is Ilocano so a lot of people would bully me for my accent and they said that I didn't sound how I was supposed to sound like in America and um, I pronounced certain words wrong and they would laugh at it and they would correct me in a way that made me feel stupid for the lack of better words. Um, 
and because of that like i said i didn't want to speak ilocano anymore even if that was the only language that i could communicate with with my family and the teasings kind of caused me to resent myself for my accent and i hated that fact that i still had to speak ilocano thinking that i shouldn't be speaking it if i wanted my english to be perfect like how people perceived it to be so it went on until my first year of high school until i learned to speak my native language with confidence again and when was that when did you achieve that confidence to not care what everyone thinks in regards to your speaking your language i would say when i um started to hear more students speak ilocano parents in high school is made out of about 60% of filipinos and when i started hearing more students speak ilocano and tagalog i was just like wow it's not like it's not bad for me to be able to speak it i should be proud that i can speak two languages and when i was introduced to the philam club there and the um pacific and asian affairs council club i was able to learn and understand how i can accept my language and just like how even though it makes me say some words differently it was okay yeah i could totally imagine that especially being coming from Brighton High School there's a lot of opportunities that really give makes the students um feel yeah. like they belong In terms of subcultures um kind of going back to when you wanted to hide your the fact that you can speak Ilocano uh have you um in what ways have you tried to hide it Just I guess going back to my middle school years um it was always hard to like try not to um tell them that I'm Filipino if you know what I mean a lot of them would because of my curly hair a lot of them didn't believe that I was Filipino and I would always say that oh yeah that's because I'm half Spanish. I'm not full Filipino, you know what I mean? But that that was when I didn't know any better. I didn't know much about who I really was and I didn't understand. I didn't fully understand my identity. And it was just hard because then that kind of made me stray far away from the culture that I've always known, especially because I grew up in Ilocos Norte. It was it wasn't easy for me to not lie but to just kind of try and not be proud of being Ilocano because then it was that thing that caused me to be bullied just like what I said I resented <laughs> it because of the teasings that happened Did you talk to your family before about um all the struggles that you faced or did you just did it by yourself. So, um I 
I don't know if it's just like a Filipino thing, but um, it's really hard to open up to your family about things like this. Um, I don't even remember opening up to any of my friends. I just know that I just faced it on my own and I thought, you know, that if I was just able to speak English to my friends all the time, to my family at home every day, then I would be able to achieve that perfect English. I would not say any words wrong or with an accent. So yeah, I didn't open up to anybody about the teasings or anything like that. The struggles that you're telling me right now, I could imagine how much you really, how much confused and wanting to have like that sort of understanding before. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. Yeah. Um. What? gave you the motivation and drive to pursue your cultural identity more aside from the fact that you were involved in Filipino American club in your high school um, was there another drive um everything that was I don't know um I would just say that I started to embrace my language more especially because I met so much friends that could speak Ilocano and we would just converse in Ilocano and you know one day I just like thought that wow this like being able to speak another language is not bad at all it made me it even made me proud that I was able to do it and I'm really thankful that I was able to pursue and like pursue to understand about understand my culture and just my identity more and it led me to get my um a medal in the seal of biliteracy and that was I guess maybe that point where I was like, wow, I'm gonna continue pursuing, um, you know, Ilocano and just trying to understand where I came from, my language, and just kind of, you know, reclaim that identity that I lost in middle school. And I give you so much um, applause for that because it's not always easy and I could tell that from the person you are um, in middle school to now, it has changed a lot and you've grown to be a really independent um, Filipino woman. Thank you. And since I met you last semester in Ilocano, um, what were the many things that you have learned last semester when you were taking Ilocano 400? Um, one, first and foremost, I just, wow, I was shocked at how hard our language was, were, like, trying to, I think, speaking it 
is it hard at all because you've grown to you know I grew up talking Ilocano speaking Ilocano and but writing it it was rigorous and I was really glad that I took that class even though it's a it was a 400 level class I was able to learn about so many things that I didn't know about my culture I remember writing about um sorry what was that I remember writing an essay and I was just sitting there like wow this is so hard and I didn't I had so many words that I didn't even know that I didn't know that it existed in our Ilocano dictionary and it was just crazy and it was just really fun to learn those words and I think that was one of the most important things that I learned in Ilocano that it was hard but once you get you learn not hard to speak it but really hard to write it in a very um, professional way I would say but yeah it was fun and learned it was I was able to really see new words that I've never known before and with that um, could you say that even teaching it to high school students was much challenging than you could ever imagine it would be yeah it was so hard I remember I looked at our professor and I was like wow I don't think I can teach them in Ilocano at all and I felt so disappointed in myself because I couldn't I couldn't even speak what I wanted to like tell them or like teach them so I think I ended up just speaking in English but I think that was one of the things that drove me to learn more about um, our language I it drove me to learn more about Ilocano, the Ilocano language and even though it was kind of disappointing that I wasn't able to teach in Ilocano it was it also taught me that you know what um, it opened my eyes that I needed to learn more that I could do so much better and Honestly, I think even if we were able to fully speak Ilocano, only one of one of the in, in the three of us, only one could fully speak. It shows yeah. how much that um, Ilocano is changing in a way that it's not as easy as we thought it is. But there's more about it that we need to teach our the next generation that comes with. Yes. And you did really well too. Thank you. Especially when you shared your story, that was one of the biggest thing. Um, oh, sharing yeah. your story to the high school students, it showed them how they go through. We go through similar things, and that kind of opened up a lot of doors. So with that said, um, going with that, what will be your advice to the next generation who have yet to come? Um, one of my advice would be to just keep learning the language. I think like a lot of people are forgetting their native language and our language is such an important part for culture, but not to say that 
because you don't know you don't know your language it makes you any less of who you are if that makes sense because it doesn't but i just think like for future like immigrant children who who will be migrating to hawaii or any other um, places i just it's very important i know my sister is kind of like being a locano and i'm always kind of just reminding her that it's important for her to understand because you know how else would she communicate with her families and it's hard because not everyone is able to speak english in my family and not just because of that but because of what you said like next generations even even now we're really realizing how much um how big of you know our language we've never even known before and there's a lot of resources that are available so like don't be scared to seek out help and not just and um besides the language just um always try to understand and learn as much as you can about your culture um i feel like i mean personally because i wasn't able to appreciate my culture i wasn't really able to and who i was i couldn't you know find my identity and that was it made it hard for me but knowing that i could share my stories to maybe help out people you know it makes me kind of better feel better and i have a teacher that told me this very important line he was my um teacher from the philam club he told me to never forget your roots but don't let it hold you back so never be scared to step out of your comfort zone i love that that kind of is a great ending to today's today's episode and I just want to say thank you for being vulnerable and really sharing um your experience your journey as a Filipino American because I know that as you continue to journey through life your story will continue to go on and I can imagine how much people you will be impacting soon Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and for trusting me to be on your um podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Honestly, the very first time I met you in class, I already know that you're you're going to do so much even as a freshman. You're going to do so much. And you're kind of one of the few people that inspired me to do this podcast. So, well, thank you so much. That means so much to me, guys. Thank you. And a little just to end it on a fun fact. What is your favorite Filipino dish and what is your favorite Filipino word? You can choose which one to answer first. My oh. My I feel like my favorite Ilo, like Ilocano word yeah. or Filipino word because I never hear anyone else say this. It would be like Allah, like you know that expression where yeah. like where some like something happens or stuff i like to say a law or law like that um because you can put so much like emotion and like attitude in it and i've never heard anyone else say it but like filipino so um my favorite dish ooh there's just so much there is um let's just i don't think anyone else says this but i really love balot 
I can eat a lot with rice anything. Oh, really? Think, yeah, I love I love the yellow. Okay, so when I when I was growing up, I used to eat the the bird part, but now it's like uh, it's like yucky, but you know the yellow part is just it hits different. <laughs> Especially when you you know that little soup that's in yeah. that comes with the stuff you put that in the egg you pour it on your uh, on your rice yeah i eat balut with rice and it's so good yeah that would be my favorite <laughs> filipino dish because no one else would say that like i don't think i've ever heard anyone say that i think yeah i never heard anyone say that but that kind of shows how authentic and very unique you are and that's what it means to be a filipino is there's no one like you it's Yes. completely yourself so congratulations <laughs> but yeah thank you again and I hope you're the best for your your exams this week and until then keep in touch but do you want to shout out any of your socials on the podcast and I'll link it below um I mean you guys can follow me on Instagram I guess <laughs> I don't really post much, but it's Trivia's Ellery, so that's T-R-I-V-I-A-S-C-L-A-R-I-E. That's my Instagram, and yeah, <laughs> I post a lot about, I don't know, me, my family, and my friends, so yeah. I do, but yeah, well, thank you, and I'm going to start recording.